It seems like some people were put on the bus in kindergarten and came home with a college degree. At least, that's how it looked from my vantage point for a very long time, but that was not my story. I struggled and I failed at most things, but I learned a few things to turn my entire life around. Hi, I'm assistant professor Dr. Scott Straub, and that's why I created this podcast, Super Student, Superhuman, because I did learn a few things that turned everything around, and I like to share those tips with you. So let's get started. Giddy up. In this episode, I'd like to share my story, not to impress you, but to impress upon you that Anybody, and I mean anybody, can get better and overcome the things that are challenging them. How do I know? Because I went from failing to earning a doctoral degree. Now, it took a very long time to make that happen, but it did happen. And I share this story with my study skills students. I teach study skills at a local community college. It's my favorite course to teach because so many of my students come in with varying levels. A lot of them had similar stories to mine where they struggled in school at least a little bit and some of them an incredible amount and sometimes they come in with huge addictions and other medical issues all sorts of things that held them back but when I share my story it gives them a little bit of hope I know that because some of them have came came back to me and said that knowing that someone struggled and succeeded in school helped them overcome it so I don't say stuff like this to impress you I say to impress upon you that anybody can do better. Now, a little bit about my family, if you'll just bear with me for a couple minutes. I had great parents, and I had great brothers and sisters, but my brothers and sisters literally graduate at the top of their class. We're talking at the tippy top, and I graduated, well, actually, it's a long story, but I didn't graduate, but I was at the very bottom of my class, and when you can't be great, there's only one way to go if you're not very uh, confident in yourself, and that's down, and I constantly sabotaged myself. Many of you know a bunch of the little stories about my life. My first memory of school was I was accused of cheating in kindergarten. That was an awful experience, not a good way to start life. I remember it was second grade. We had to do a little presentation at the end of the year. And they told us about halfway through. And it was only going to be about two or three minutes. That was so terrifying that I literally prayed. And I wasn't a religious person, but I prayed for something awful to happen to me. What a terrible thing to pray for. So I could get out of the last few days of school because that's when the presentations were. And something did happen. I got chicken pox. It was by far the best illness that's ever happened to me, as warped as that sounds, right? That I got an injury or I got an illness, but it was great because I didn't have to give my presentation and I didn't have to talk in front of anyone for several more years. And when I did, I literally peed myself because I was so scared. I, I should have had better experiences when I was younger, but I didn't. I remember in seventh or eighth grade, they used to call me Pigpen. I'd open up my locker and literally stuff would fall out like Pigpen. Stuff was flying out of my backpack. It looked like when I opened up my notebook, if I could find it, that a bomb went off. I couldn't find anything. I tried to take notes, but it was on a piece of paper that I borrowed and I didn't have supplies. And it was just a terrible way. Without notes, very hard to study. When you can't study, you fail things. And that's what I continued to do. In 10th grade, another quick little story. My 10th grade, it was my, it was a history teacher. I don't want to mention his name, but his initials were Mr. Troop. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Uh, he told me that all I'd be good for is a mechanic. I better learn how to use a wrench. That's really insulting to mechanics, by the way. And by the way, if you 
are going to become a mechanic, you're going to make a lot of money. But he said, all I'll be ever good for is being a mechanic or ditch digging because I wasn't good at school. I don't know if he was just a jerk or trying to motivate me, but it absolutely motivated me because every time I succeeded, I thought of Mr. Troop. Even to this day, on the day that I earned my doctoral degree, I thought of Mr. Troop because I wanted to prove him wrong. Fast forward from 10th to 12th grade, I failed my senior year. I failed out of school. The only reason why I passed was because I worked in auto shop and this wasn't right, but the shop teacher was good friends with all the other teachers and I worked on all the other teachers' cars. I failed out of history, I failed out of math, I failed out of English, and I failed out of gym. Pretty hard to fail out of gym. I did it. I guess it helps if you show up. But anyway, shop teacher convinced all of them to give me D's and convinced the principal to socially promote me, literally get me out of the school. Probably wasn't a good thing. I'm not saying it's right, but that's what happened. That was my story. I should have repeated 12th grade. Should have repeated 11th grade too. But I went to a community college. Why did I go to community college? Because all the schools that I applied to rejected me. Every single one of them. That was really uh, a nice shot in the gut. Yeah, big, uh, big self-confidence booster there. Community college. I was psyched to go. Very happy. You would have thought I, I got into Princeton. Well, Lo and behold, I had no skills, so I started failing my classes. In fact, my second semester, I was put on academic probation. And that's not a very good thing to do. I was forced to meet, meet with a guidance counselor once a week because I was literally going to be thrown out of school if I didn't shape up because I was failing probably most, if not all, of my courses. And he, I remember specifically, he asked me a few questions about my study habits. And basically, I said I had none. He asked me to show him my notebook, and I did. I opened it up, and I remember he was aghast, and it looked like a bomb went off. For the notes that I found, or I could find in my backpack, it looked like a bomb went off. And he started asking me about how's my study techniques, how well do I memorize. I couldn't memorize anything. I couldn't find my notes. Well, he, he showed me a few techniques on how to memorize, which I'll share with you in another podcast. Really cool stuff, by the way. It radically changed my life. That, and then he helped me get organized. Him, uh, in, as well as my sister, who was graduated at top of her class. So did my brother. And she was super organized at everything. She showed me how she organized. I remember she bought all the notebooks, you know, separate notebook. That's how I did it. She put paper in there, supplies. She showed me where I record everything. And she showed me how to use a journal. 18 or 19 years old, I had no idea how to do any of that stuff. All I ever knew how to do was fail. She showed me that. And all of a sudden, I went from failing to getting seats. And I remember... I was taking history and I think chemistry and biology, very hard courses, Spanish. And I, I started getting A's in them. That was mind blowing because I'm used to failing. So that's the good part of the story. Fast forward, I got out of community college. I barely made it into the local state school, but I did. Went into the geology program. Why did I pick geology? Well, because a very cute woman said that she was going to that school and she she was going into the geology program and I was like, well, all right, that's good as reason as any. I had no idea what I wanted to do. That's literally how I picked it. Plus that was the career that I, I thought that I would be away from the most humans because I was scared to death to talk to humans. Certainly I couldn't talk in front of them. Talking to any more than one or two just terrified me. So I did manage to graduate, did, did pretty well, did okay anyway. And I became a geologist 
And that was a good thing, but I wanted to be around people and I wanted to help people. And in fact, I wanted to share this story right here. But my Achilles heel was that I was scared to death to talk to other humans. And I remember I took a skydiving course and there are two different ways to go. And this is kind of funny, I think, but the one way is you jump, you strap on to another parachutist and you go down called tandem and they open the chute and, you know, do a little bit of training, but they they handle everything. Well, the way that I wanted to do it, because I knew this would be my first and last time was it was called accelerated or advanced free fall. Well, long story short, Basically what you do is you take an eight hour class and then the next day you show up and they pretty much throw your ass out of the plane and then two guys jump out with you, but they can't do anything because they're hurtling at 130 miles an hour, just like you. So if something fails, like it did my parachute, they couldn't help me. All they could do is peel off and open up their own parachutes. Well, I survived obviously, but I will tell you when I landed, that's another story for another day. That was still less terrifying than talking to humans. Well, I decided to do a goal, goal setting workshop. It was a Tony Robbins program where he had you called the Dickens program, where he had you think about your life now. And if you changed, if you didn't change anything, what would your life be like in six months, a year, five years, 10 years. And I remember I was driving, listening to the cassette tape and I started doing it in my head and I had to pull over cause I started crying. My life was going to be awful. And then he reversed it and he said, imagine if you made one small shift, one change, what would that look like in six months, a year, five years, and so on. And I remember I was so ecstatic after that, that I immediately signed up for a teaching program, which might sound really cool, but I had zero teaching experience and zero confidence to talk in front of other humans. So what I did was I was committed. Nothing was going to stop me. So I signed up to be a first aid instructor. And I literally said, if you put any more than three people in the class, I won't teach it. And my first class, I co-taught it with someone, it was three people. It was a weekend course. And I did little sections, little four minute sections. And I was sweating, I remember, but I got better. And then they put me in a class with six. And then finally it was my own class with 10. And then finally I started asking all my friends who were teachers, if I could go talk to their first or second or third graders just for five minutes to get a little experience in front of a large group of small humans. And I did. And that helped me develop the skill to talk in front of other humans. At least I wasn't very good at it. I don't, I don't know if I am right now, but at least I got a little bit more confidence. Well, I passed the teaching program and I got my first job as a teacher. It was a ninth grade earth science teacher. I taught reading and earth science. And then I position to open up in sixth grade. I want to teach younger kids. And I taught that for about nine or 10 years. So that's the really good news in between. I got a master's degree. Pretty cool to me. That was, I mean, I, I don't even, I can't even tell you how mind blowing it was for a little kid who failed at everything to get their master's degree. Right? So fast forward a little bit, I decided to start teaching college, which by the way, terrified me. I could teach the humans who were younger, but I hated talking to people who were adults, not hated, but I was scared to death. So I did the same thing. I started doing small little workshops for adults. We're talking four or five people. I taught little math skills and study skills. Uh, then I made them bigger and bigger. And I started, I started teaching part-time at a college and then full-time. And then fast forward to me being 49 years old, it was a couple years ago. And I, I was convinced that I should get my doctoral degree, 
which I was like, what? I can never do that. Well, I started it. It took me about two and a half years, which is incredibly fast, by the way. I graduated at 52 with my doctoral degree. And I don't say that to impress you. I really, really don't. I say that to impress upon you that I had certain beliefs. I had incredibly negative or self-destructive uh, habits and beliefs about myself when I was younger. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but in high school, my first part of college, I was very depressed. In fact, I was suicidal. I can talk about that experience where I had a gun to my head and that wasn't good. I was literally a half a trigger away from not being here. And that one's, that was tough to talk about. That was a low point. But the good news is there are people that can help you up here mentally. And I did go to counseling. Thank goodness. Safe, literally saved my life. Not a guidance counselor, but a, psych, a psychological counselor and literally saved my life. And then the school counselor, along with the tutoring center and some tutors and some friends got me over the hump of not doing well in school. And I started to succeed in school and then in life. And my life is great now, not perfect, but great. I have that doctoral degree. I went from failing to getting a doctorate degree. And that's why I share this story with you because it's not the story of despair and frustration for my entire life. It's the story of a person who struggled but wanted to succeed in school more than anything. And it took a very long time to get there, but I did. Do I have a few regrets? I suppose. I wish I would have done things just a little bit quicker in life. I wish I'd had the confidence to go for things younger because almost everything that I tried, I at least got better at. And most things I got pretty darn good at. Some things really good at. So if you're struggling, you or somebody that you love, know, and I'll say this one last time and then I will sign off, that anybody, and I'm telling you, anybody in the world can succeed with the desire to do so. You have, you're going to have to have a little bit of desire, different ways to get that. And then with the right tools, like cooking with the right ingredients in the right steps, the right formula getting right up here and then the right techniques for school and certainly the right techniques for living a successful life as well. So I hope this story helped you or maybe it will help someone that you love. Feel free to share it with them. Share, share it with everyone. I don't care anymore. I used to be embarrassed to talk about my struggles, but now I'm old enough to know that if it helps just one or two people, and it already has because some people have came, come back to me and told me that it has helped. So anyway, I hope that story helps. I'll catch you on another podcast. Stay successful, folks. Join us each week wherever you listen to your podcasts, or you can listen on my website, theprofessorscott.com slash podcast, or you can watch it on YouTube. And you can find that YouTube link on my website as well. Once again, that's theprofessorscott.com slash podcast. Stay successful, folks. You got this.